the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are we in America? Are we in the USSR? Back in the day, we got some serious spying going on, making me think. We got some, we got some so much spying going on. I'm thinking Putin is kind of envious of some of the activities that have been going on with the United States intelligence community. So we're going to continue to update you guys and keep that story present about uh, Hillary and Spygate. Is Hillary in hiding? Anybody seen Hill? Yeah, there was a there was a Hillary sighting. So we're going to give you guys updated information on that. We're not just going to stick around talking about America. We got to go up to North America to our brothers up in Canada, because let me tell you all, though, all eyes, the entire world is watching Canada because they're kind of the test case for how far people are willing to fight for their freedoms it's like a standoff is brewing here right and it's getting really really serious and all the little globalists around the world are watching that little trudeau and figure and 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 watching him and and spurring him on and it's starting to get really ugly there's some really disturbing news coming coming out of of canada and let me tell y'all if if we don't support them up there and we don't and we don't help these truckers get across the finish line then it's going to be the blueprint it's going to be the playbook for all the other countries around the world because make no mistake about it all this talk about easing of restrictions ain't no democrat in the United States of America today that has any plan for you to have your freedoms back all right we got that to talk about there's some wagon of the dog going on in crazy spades today with Joe Biden we got to bring that story to you guys and we got to even talk a little a little, uh, there's a story about embalming going on. I hate to get all morbid, but yeah, I got to tell you guys an interesting report coming out um, from some embalmers, funeral homes around the country, kind of related to COVID. Got Rebecca Terrell, uh, who's going to report in. Uh, we're going to be talking about Canada at the bottom half of the hour with Rebecca Terrell. Um, she's been on before from the New American Magazine, and she's going to give the, the the deets on that for Canada. Uh, we're streaming live right now on the Answer Facebook, the answer facebook page i'm not supposed to be live on facebook they continue all these years later to try to get rid of me but (laughs) they can't get rid of me especially since i got all the love and support from you guys out there keep the conversation rolling on facebook i love to read your guys's comments like i do during the break give us a call here 888-344-1170 and we sure appreciate your support and your love we know you got a lot of different places where you get your information i think we've proven here over the years you longtime Andrea Casio listeners know that my analysis is spot on. It's been almost, I, I think there's been one time I've been wrong in my analysis. So your time is not wasted here listening to me. And hopefully you have some fun along the way as well. Speaking of fun, our man DJ Potato Skins is off this week having some fun. And if you are listening, my dear friend, we hope that you certainly are enjoying yourself. Can't wait to have you back and have you share all the fun activities for you this week. But in the meantime, speaking of fun... We got the we we got my my second partner in crime, DJ Jalapeno in the house. So, what were you wrong about? 
I don't know. I was wrong one time on my analysis, and neither DJ Potato Skins and I can remember what it is. And it had to do with Trump, and I don't remember what it was. And it's probably because there's isn't there a psychological phenomenon where you block things out, you suppress a memory because it's too painful? So I think I've suppressed the memory, right? It's surprising that something that is unique as you, of all people, being wrong doesn't stick out in your mind. I know. Well, I, you know, and thank you for that. See, this is why I love Jalapeno so much because, you know, he he supports me and, and praises me and, you know, compliments me. <laughs> he may be named after a spicy veggie, but uh, he's uh, he's always kind to me. Um, you know, seriously, I think I've suppressed it because I, I was on such a roll. I had such I had a five year record of being absolutely right on my analysis, including that when Trump came down the escalators in 2015 after the first debate in 2016 the famous megan kelly debate i said it would be trump at the top of the ticket and everybody thought i was crazy so going back that far i've been right on all my predictions and my analysis so you know maybe it will come to me and uh, maybe it won't on what i've been wrong about um i have been um saying that um when it comes to hillary clinton and spying and the admins the the um steve bannon says we need to stop referring to it as the deep state that we need to call it the administrative state. I'm not sure. I kind of like the deep state characterization. And the reason why I like it is for a couple of reasons. One of the things I was right about, and I got, and I got a bug up my hiney uh, 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 about Sean Hannity was, it was clear to me, one of the reasons why I'm right so often is because I don't have an emotional attachment to anybody who runs for office. I don't have an emotional attachment to anybody in media. And because of that, I keep 100% objectivity and clarity in my analysis. I just don't. My uh, my complete emotional attachment and obsession is with the United States of America and our freedom. And so I can't be swayed. I mean, I've got my, my lens in terms of my point of view is solid, right? Um, but just in terms of my analysis of situations and things that are happening, it can't be colored by some emotional attachment to a politician or a mouthpiece in the media. And that's one reason why I'm an equal, equal opportunity criticizer to the point where people would get angry at me if they're a hardline Republican Party person and I'm critical of people, certain people in the party or if I'm critical of Trump at times and I have to be because when when all you care about when your your emotional attachment is to the United States of America then you're going to be able to understand that all human beings are flawed and then you're going to be able to analyze those that get hired to do a job like elected officials you're going to be able to analyze them from a place of clarity and so it was insane to me to hear Sean Hannity and others say when the beginnings of uh, the Trump administration it was clear even before his inauguration there was crap going on with, with uh, the FBI and the DOJ when James Comey came out on 4th of July weekend in 2016, laid out all the crimes that Hillary Clinton had committed, and then gave her a pass on it. It was actually clear long before that. When Trey Gowdy was ahead of different committees, the Benghazi hearings at which he negotiated behind the scenes and only and, and negotiated with Hillary Clinton that there would only be two hearings going into the midterms at that time because he didn't want to affect the outcome of the elections. Really? That should tell you everything that you need to know about the Republican Party and the establishment at that point. Right? And and people would get angry at me. Oh, we love Trey Gowdy. What do you mean? He's so tough on Hillary Clinton. It was all theater going on. All theater. One of the ways that I analyze is outcome versus sound bites. 
It was clear that the Republican, it has been clear for a long time that the Republican Party was at, at, at the leadership level and at the entrenched establishment level a part of the uniparty system, and they were protecting each other. Trey Gowdy was protecting Hillary Clinton. He wasn't protecting the American people. He wouldn't even call her a liar afterwards. So Hillary Clinton got away with the deaths of, of 13 Americans in Benghazi. She got away with violating the Espionage Act while Christian Saucier went in prison. She got away with with um, uh, deleting 33,000 pieces of government property under subpoena. She got away with all that, right? And so it was clear even before we got into the Trump administration that we had far more than just a few people at the top of the FBI and the DOJ, Sean Hannity, involved in covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton in making sure that we had two sets of laws, one for the elites and one for the peasants, all the elements and the foundation that paved the way for the fact that we now have political prisoners in this country denied bail in solitary confinement for doing nothing more than trespassing. So propping up institutions, propping up elected officials because they've got an R after their name, is it, it makes us complicit in what's going on, right? Today... And I'm going to get into some latest uh, information in terms of what's going on with the Durham report. But I'm, I'm incredibly disturbed with the fact that it is day, what, four or five since Durham filed that thing on Friday. And we have not heard one word from Mitch McConnell, not one word from Kevin McCarthy on it. I get daily emails in the morning from the RNC communications people with topic suggestions and guest suggestions to get the message out. And it's 100% right now what the RNC is focused on is inflation and gas prices and energy and let me let me tell you we all understand that right we all get that we're we're in deep doo-doo hurt right now economically because of joe biden but why is joe biden in the white house because for four years under the trump administration the republican party did nothing to hold the people accountable that covered up the crimes of hillary clinton paved the way for the insurance policy for peter struck and lisa page put Mueller in as the lead investigator to go after, to persecute and prosecute Trump in a coup attempt, right? Jim uh, made sure that Jim Comey didn't get fired for his job. Everything we're suffering right now is because a Republican establishment didn't do anything to hold anybody accountable for the crimes that they've committed and the corruption going on in this government. And Trump could not do it alone. And I know that there's friends of mine out there that want to think that they're going to see Hillary Clinton doing a perp walk. And they don't want to hear me say that it's not going to happen if we continue to have the Republican leadership that we have. It's not going to. And isn't it better for us to live in a state of reality and then go and do something about it? At the Republican, and let me tell you guys, I spoke at the Republican, San Diego County Republican Women's Group yesterday morning, some of the best people you've ever met in your entire life. And these, at the local level, these women are so engaged, they are so on top of every issue that's going on, and they are desperate to get involved and want to know what we can do to turn this country around, right? And that's what we have to do. We have to get active. And one of the things that we've got to do is be loud and vocal about getting rid of the establishment because unless we chop off the heads of the snake, we're not going to be able to do anything to turn this country around. Well, we can do things at the local level, and we all need to be running for office at the local level, right? And some of the things that's done locally here to try to to try to fix election issues that are going on to try to make sure – that we do have, that we're, we're, we're dealing with a system that's in place that we can't change and making sure that we're able to overcome it on election day is brilliant. But when it comes to routing out the deep state, 
When it comes to holding people accountable like Hillary Clinton, this is a far greater scandal than Watergate ever was. And to have the Republican Party establishment leaders say nothing about it is as horrifying to me, if not more horrifying to me, than what Hillary Clinton or people did. Let me update you a little bit of what's going on with that. Uh, Clinton's uh, campaign lawyer, Sussman, um, he's the guy that was indicted because, um, you know, he pretended he didn't have Hillary Clinton as a client. He went to James Baker, said, I've got some dirt on Trump and some servers. This was two months before the election. So he's already been indicted for lying that he was there by himself. Um, There's also reports coming out that in uh, February of 2017, he went back to the U.S. government after Trump had been had been um, inaugurated and uh, tried to put forth more false information that had been. And here's here's the updated news on that. You guys know all that, that they had been data mining, not just the Trump Tower, his private residence, but also the uh, EOP, the executive office of the president. What we're finding out today, what's new information is that um, the the guy that the the tech uh, tech executive one is a guy named Rodney Joff, and according to reports, um, he was promised a position in the Hillary White House if he would participate, use his expertise, and the company that he founded was bought out by Newstar, and he stayed on with Newstar. This is the organization that was really behind all this data mining and the in this digital spying and um he stayed on to oversee this and he had been promised a position in the hillary clinton administration some other information that's come out in the findings and see sussman who's already been indicted for lying his his attorneys came out today and said that they wanted in the filing that was done by durham on friday they're saying that um they need he should have left out all of the facts that he included in his filing, his filing was was really just about the fact that he felt that the that the same law firm that was behind the shenanigans was representing those involved in the shenanigans, and that he really didn't need to include all the facts behind what went on with the illegal activity and the and the criminal behavior from Hillary Clinton and her people, um, and uh, they're saying that it's unjust and it and it um, is prejudicial to a jury that these that he laid out the facts behind the case. No, what they're wanting to do is to keep it from the American people, right? Because the media isn't covering the story. Not, I think MSNBC decided. I think Joe mentioned it this morning briefly, but in the call in, in the course of saying that it was so convoluted, it, you couldn't understand it. Well, it's very clear and easy to understand. Is very lengthy. I read the most important part last night, which was this before I take a break. Tech Executive One, who we now know is this guy, uh, Joff, who um, uh, had been promised reportedly a position in the Hillary Clinton administration. Tech Executive One had come to access, uh, and, and his internet company One had come to access and maintain dedicated servers as part of a sensitive arrangement whereby it provided DNS Resolution services to the EOP, Office of the Presidency. Tech Executive One and his associates, uh, this guy Joff, exploited this arrangement by mining the EOP's DNS traffic and other data, quote, for the purpose of gathering derogatory information about Donald Trump. That was brought in on 2017 to the intelligence community by Sussman, demanding that they open up an immediate 
investigation into this. This is the real insurrection. This is the real coup attempt. And the Republican establishment is silent on this. We're going to take a break. We come back. There's even more details coming up with this. And the fact that what is the uh, intelligence community's response to this story? It's to go after other conservatives in the media, again, falsely accusing them of Russian collusion. You think I'm making it up. And speaking of Russia, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of update on uh, Joe Biden and the Russian-Ukraine story. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk about what's going on up in Canada and it, let me tell y'all, it's what's going on there is so eerily like what they did, what they're doing about January sixth, right? Uh, the trying to uh, um, go out past who was in, who's involved in the rally and try to see who they can who they can throw the net out and grab to punish and to persecute. So we're get, we've got uh, Rebecca Terrell who's going to be here um, in, in, after the next break. Speaking of January sixth, um, James Carville of uh noted democrat i think uh his wife who was supposed to be a conservative but she's not really we called him eelhead well he's come out against the democrats today and he's like look i sure wish he hadn't gone to lsu because <laughs> every time he goes in the media he's wearing that lsu hat anyway he spoke some truth today because he said to the democrats y'all got to get off this january 6th crap because what americans care about with this crime wave across the country going on they care more about the crime wave in the streets and about the fact like the story about this woman gets followed home in new york city and stabbed to death by a homeless person okay they care more about the crime wave in the streets and the economics than they care about january 6th right um, but we know um that um the reason why they're still pushing this January 6th is to stop Trump from running for re-election, as well as to, pers- to throw out that wide net to uh, send the message to the rest of us. You better stay home. You better keep your mouth shut and you better comply. What's going on in Canada up there and all those and, and the reaction by the Trudeau government, they're about to show somebody said it really well today on Twitter. They're about to show up there in Canada what the real goal of all these mandates were really about. So definitely stay tuned for that segment. Um Speaking of trying to stop Trump from um, and every attempt to stop Trump has really been about to try to stop the 75 million MAGA. That's what this January 6th is all about. And and Carville knows it. And he's okay with that. He's okay with it. He just doesn't he, he just wants them to be to also be dealing with the situation on the ground. Right. So uh, them in 2015 and 2016 um, all going to try to stop Trump was because of what Trump represented. Right. What he represented was a restoration of this country of um, what America was founded on. The most important thing he said on the day of, of inauguration was today's the day we return the government to the people. And that's what both of the uh, sides of the uniparty coin are against. Right. It's clear that the establishment, the reason why they hate Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and uh, they try to marginalize and even when the Tea Party won uh, back in 2010, they had to try to marginalize Tea Party candidates because, you know, they, they, they're just as much about a centralized system of power as the Democrats, right? So it's all about trying to stop Trump. Um, and, and, um, and mainly, therefore, trying to stop us. And that's why we have to remember that this is our country. 
The government is supposed to to be ours. It's supposed to represent us. And we have the power to get rid of and we need to get rid of anybody who stands in our way, just like they're trying to get rid of Trump. What was was uh, I read today that hasn't gotten a lot of, of news and related to everybody's been talking about this Spygate story from the fact that it is truly the greatest scandal in the history of this country, that we had the Democrat nominee, her campaign and the, and the DNC in cahoots with the intelligence community and hundreds of operatives within the U.S. government to illegally spy on a candidate and then the president of the United States is everybody's talking on that. And that's true. But there was an email excerpt. This is why Sussman's lawyers came out today and said these facts should have been removed from this filing because of an email exchange, an email that went out from this group of people and to this group of people. In September of 2016, a month before Hillary Clinton tweeted out that a server had been found showing a connection between Trump and Russia. This is the email. Let's for a moment think of the best case scenario where we are all able to show somehow that DNS communication exists between Trump and Russia. How do we plan to defend against the criticism that this is not spoofed traffic we are observing? In other words, how are we, how are we going to defend against how we got this this communication? There is no answer to that. Let's assume again that they are not smart enough to refute our best case scenario. Uh, tech executive one. So this is Joffe. You do realize that we will have to expose every trick we have in our bag to even make a very weak association. Let's all reflect upon that for a moment. Sorry, folks, but unless we get combined NetFlow and DNS traffic collected at critical points between suspect and organizations, we cannot technically make any claims that would would fly public scrutiny. He goes on to say the only thing that drives us at this point is that we just do not like Trump. This will not fly in the eyes of public scrutiny. Folks, I am afraid we have tunnel vision time to regroup. Well, not only did how did they regroup? They regrouped by a month later, sending Sussman in to James Baker in October of 2016, saying that he had, well, oh, no, this was actually uh, not even in October at this point. This was not long after this email. They sent him in to lie, flat out lie to say that they had had proof that Trump had um, and, and, and not that he had colluded with the Russians, but they had they had all this fake data. And that's something else that. um that uh, Durham put in his report as fact finding that what they what they presented as 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 data um, wasn't really evidence because they had left out uh, the most important salient facts, which um, basically proved, according to their own data, that Trump had done nothing wrong. So to me, this is absolutely explosive. Uh, uh, you know, uh, how do you, how, how, how do I say Jalapeno, how do I say this is the greatest scandal and, and, and without it being completely redundant? I mean, you know, how, how do you I can't seem to find the words big enough for what is going on here. This is this is banana republic kind of crap, isn't it? You seem to be having a problem thinking about things today. First of all, you remember you said you were wrong before you couldn't remember that. Yeah. Now you can't recall words. I, I'm worried about you, Andrew. Well, I, I'm recalling where I'm. Tr- what I'm trying to do is, is as I feel frustrated 
that there's not enough people, particularly in the Republican Party establishment, those that have the power, at least if we take back the House in 2022, to actually do something about it. Because if this stands... If we allow this to continue, Hillary Clinton went unchecked. She got away with Benghazi. She got away with um, the not just the violations of the Espionage Act, but uh, everything that she did in the course of the cover up for that. She got away with all of that. Right. And that's and, and she got away with everything that she did with the Clinton Foundation, in which that was the largest charity fraud that had ever been perpetrated. Let's not forget about that. When you let career corrupt criminals, whether it be Hillary Clinton or whether it be the those within the FBI and the DOJ, when you let them get away with crimes committed, not just against other American citizens, but in the course of weaponizing the government against people for their politics. And then in the course of, of this is the real insurrection and treason. If this goes unaccounted for and and nobody nobody and this needs to go all the way to hillary clinton there needs to be an investigation and by the way there was a poll came out today that said 60 uh, almost 60 percent of democrats say that she needs to be investigated and that's one reason why the mainstream media isn't talking about it and if the republican party really cared about this country They've got the Democrats now saying that she should be investigated. Where are you, Republican Party? I care so much for this country. And let me tell you, if this, how is it ever, we're all Michael Flynn now. We've got the FBI and the DHS coming out last week with some bulletin saying that anybody that questions COVID government, uh, the election results or the government's reaction to COVID, that makes us threat actors. This is not going away. We are all going to be targeted If Hillary Clinton and the DNC and the rest of them get away with it, I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I am going to bring in Rebecca Terrell, and we're going to talk about what's going on in Canada. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E, and connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. The senior editor now at the New American Magazine which and she focuses on health, energy, and environmental issues. She's got a background in all different kinds of areas, including not just education and health care, but a, a, as well as being a nurse, having a master's in business. And she's even a church organist, so she knows a little thing or two about music herself. And she's joining me now to talk about Canada. Hello, Becca, Rebecca Terrell. Thanks for being back with me. Oh, you are welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, I, I, when I was a kid, the, um, I loved organ music. I was given a toy organ when I was a kid. Random topic, by the way. Oh. First song I learned to play on the organ was the, the Marine Corps hymn, which I still know to oh, this day. Nice. <laughs> oh, isn't that great? Well, actually, I'm impressed because truly I play a keyboard that sounds like an organ. I'm a pianist and I, I just am so impressed by organists who can do, use their feet too. I'm no good at that. I have two left feet when it comes to the organ. <laughs> <laughs> so I just play the keyboard that sounds like the organ. Oh, okay. I can't brag. I can't brag more than two hands. <laughs> well, well, thank you for being here. Um, you know what's sounding like? How do I try to segue from organ music up to Canada? Um, I know, I know. Yeah, it's it's sounding like and smelling like tyranny up there. I was I was uh, I saw a quote today from George Orwell that I thought was so applicable to Canada. All tyrants rule through fraud and force, but once the fraud is exposed, they must rule exclusively by force. Isn't that what's going on up in Canada, Rebecca Terrell? That absolutely is a great quote to apply to this, except I also want to point out these truckers are not intimidated. 
by this. They're like, we're standing our ground. And it is beautiful to see how much they are working with the government up there. The mayor of Ottawa is in communication with the organizers of the convoy, and they're moving the trucks according to his request in order to pacify residents who don't necessarily want the trucks parked on their streets. Mm -hmm. They've made sure to keep the streets very clear for emergency vehicles and things like that. Um, So all of these lies that you're hearing from the Ontario Premier and from Justin Trudeau about them blocking passage for emergency vehicles, they're absolute fabrications, they're absolute lies. And then you see, you have to follow this story really on social media because the main major media is not reporting it correctly. They're only reporting lies. And when you see these beautiful videos of all these people really having a wonderful time in Ottawa, and I mean, the city is packed with people on the weekends, people coming to join the truckers. Um, and it's just, it's beautiful to see all of the flags, you know, that Justin Trudeau accused him of being racist and being Nazis. And I've never seen that. I mean, I believe him. I'm sure that there are agents, provocateurs mm-hmm. that are that are planted there to cause all these problems. And of course, oh, isn't that interesting how the media is right there to snap those pictures and then the flags are gone. The flags that I see are Canadian. Right. And yeah. Um, they've tried. You know? Yeah. I mean, one of the things that they've tried to do is try to make it seem like these truckers are just a bunch of invaders, right? Occupiers and right. they don't have the support of the locals. So they tried and and that was disproved. Like when they tried to, to ban um, fuel to the truckers, you, you made it illegal right. for you to go give the truckers any fuel. All these people showed up with, <laughs> with cans. Right. Um, they've also exactly. donated uh, nine million dollars to uh, GoFundMe, which then they um, they, you you know, declared that uh, the head of GoFundMe said he wasn't going to get, get going to disperse the money to the truckers. So then Give, Send, Go got involved, $5 million. Right. Um, so then the way that the Trudeau government came back was um, the filed in court and the court said they were going to freeze the funds. So then Give, Send, Go says, um, you know, you're, you're not going to do anything to interfere with our disbursement and the funds. So that's what led, I believe, to Trudeau with his emergency orders. He has said, this is not a piece for protest. The illegal blockades have been disrupting the lives of too many. Um, they're breaking the law. So he's dec- he has, for the first time ever, announced the invocation of the Emergencies Act Monday. And what I found interesting, Rebecca, was his choice of words. I want to be very clear. The scope of these measures will be time-limited, geographically targeted and reasonable and proportional to the threats they are meant to address. This is about keeping Canadians safe. That's the same language we've been hearing from the U.S. government when we got 14 days to flatten the curve. And, you know, this is about keeping people safe. All the same language when what this is really about is this about power. And these people have dared. And that's why I said the open of my show that Canada is showing and is about to show with, with what this dictatorial order and his and what he's doing in response about to show prove what these mandates are really all about um it's really it was always about control from the beginning never about health if he wanted to clear these blockades he could just lift all the restrictions because all the mandates were based in lies right 
Now that's right. the that's the, going back to Orwell quote. That's the fraud. Um, it was it was fraud uh, on the uh, based mandates that then led to the force. And now the the fraud is up. The jig is up on the lies. And now they're having to go to force. One of the things they're doing is that he said with this invocation act, and you can tell me if you're hearing any of this happening, he said the mm-hmm. police will be given more tools, quote, to strengthen the ability to impose fines and imprisonment on those. Right. Have you seen any of that activity? Well, and well, actually, to that point, many of the premiers in the, uh, in the Canadian provinces are distancing themselves from Trudeau on that very point. They're saying, no, our police forces already have the powers that they need. We do not want this emergency act imposed on us. But we can see what, what Trudeau is doing. He's, he's making enemies out of these premiers. He's saying, oh, I'm putting myself in charge over even the people who are in charge of the government and of the provincial governments, the governors, mm-hmm. effectively, of the, of the provinces. So he really is acting in the most naive and stupid way. He's committing a political suicide um, by doing this. And I, I think in the long run, he is going to pay dearly for having invoked this because the whole thing fits right in with everything that they've done from the beginning of the COVID pandemic. It's lying. He's lying about the truckers. They're not, they're not threatening national security. Right. They're not. They're not. And, but here's where I'm concerned about how far that, cause it's almost like a, a standoff going on. Um, the truckers yeah. say we're not leaving. So then the tr- Trudeau right. would do this and then that wouldn't work. And then he would shift to this and he keeps increasing um, the efforts to punish, and it's almost like Mao's, you know, uh, Mao's Red Guard struggle sessions. The way yeah. it's now, um, you know, playing out is he is literally taking over little dictator under the um, <laughs> under his emergency act. It says that there's a thing related to terrorist financing. Um, and mm-hmm. how they can, um, you know, how, how that leads for the, you know, kind of like here in the United States, uh, they, they right. follow the money. And if it's any, any money is going towards terrorists, they can, they can seize it. Well, sure. um, he says we're broadening the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering, um, rules so that they can cover crowdfunding platforms. And here's what I heard that has me really concerned. Ezra Levant from Canada's The Rebel said that Trudeau's mm-hmm. state broadcaster is doxing Trudeau's political opponents. What they're doing is they hacked into the Give, Send, Go base and found anybody yep. who donated more than $20 is now being doxed and being threatened. Right. And that it's, they've done that. That's, I think that that is one of the main reasons. I think that Trudeau had really two reasons why he invoked this emergency act. And that is one of them, to seize the funds, because it's all about money, like you said, and it's about power. He, he wanted to clear the borders because to tell you the truth, I don't think he cares whether the truckers stay in Ottawa or not. I think it's the borders because what he has really talked about is the economy, how they're messing with the economy. And that's where they're messing with the economy is on the borders. And they, they opened the Ambassador Bridge over the weekend. They arrested 30 protesters. Now those 30 protesters are subject to um, imprisonment and fines up to $100,000 dollars. Mm. You know, it's all about just, just you know, putting the screws on the people who were actually putting the screws on them by blocking the border. That was that has been what has tampered with the economy. And well, the it'll be interesting. In Ottawa, 
Yeah, uh, excuse me for interrupting. Well, the, if it if it is just about opening up the border, um, you know, we'll see if that's true. Uh, I, I, to me, I, I think it's. I got to think it's more than that because all he had to say was, "Well, we just need to clear this out." He didn't have to. He didn't have to go to the extent that he is. He didn't have to. You know. Um, threaten that he has they don't need to be his his media outlets don't need to be emailing hacking into systems and emailing people and threatening them with imprisonment right if it was just about the border in fact there's a lot there's jesse kelly has a theory that when he skipped out and fled that um there was you know a meeting of the globalist because you know I, and and sure. I don't think it's conspiracy to say that the, all the global the the governments around the world have all been touting the same lies, word for word, all pushing right. the same mandates that are all based in lies and f- the fraud to give them the power to rule by force and wanting this one world government, new world world order, and that the sure. world is watching what's going on in Canada. And the message to Trudeau by the globalist is: you need to shut this down because we cannot have the world pushing back and fighting back we need the world complicit under a technocracy system where everybody's get get their arm out for the jab and everybody's right. compliant to the social credit score and the cashless societies and all a part of their their one world yep. order that's what i think is at play i agree with jesse kelly do you do you see that at play at all oh absolutely i do and i do see that the what the truckers are doing for the world is inspiring hope mm-hmm. and letting letting you know hey we can push back we we actually still have the power we can do this but also i think that the truckers should get themselves out of, this is one this is one thing they could do get themselves out of harm's way go on and drive home go home and then sit there no truckers move anything in canada anything and that's where you'd get them not, well, and that way, they, they'd be out of harm's way. They wouldn't be subjecting themselves to the possibility of arrest. Well, it's, it's you know? yeah, that's that's one play that they could do. It seems like yeah. they're dug in and they're not going anywhere. And so it is kind of like a standoff. And um, God bless them for it, that. Yeah, you know? God bless I mean, them for that. Brave. It's kind of like we've gotten this far and, you know, we're just we're going to take it all the way. And the easy thing to do, as as you see Democrat governors and, and pockets of America easing up on restrictions, um, that would right. be that that would be true. Every day this goes on, Trudeau proves that all of wh- whatever the country is, whatever the uh, whatever the state is, city, count, you know, county or whatever. It's about power. It's not about anybody's health. That's a hundred. Absolutely. Is. Right. And yeah, you're absolutely I have friends in Quebec who they can't go to church because they, they're not vaccinated. They cannot go to church and they can't go to grocery shopping either. Right. Without a vaccine passport. Right. I mean, and, that's, and, you know, you have to you, you get to a point where you say, OK, enough is enough. And that is exactly what you hear the truckers saying all the time. Enough is enough. We're not putting up with it anymore. Well, God bless but them you know, for that. Um, yeah. I got to wrap Rebecca Terrell. Tell everybody where they can read your stuff. Yes, I am at thenewamerican.com. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you and your work. You're wonderful. Appreciate you. Thank (laughs) you. Y'all stay tuned. More to talk about on the other side of the break. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on ourfreenation.org. Project Veritas has an explosive video out I just saw. From Expose FDA of a guy named Christopher Cole. He's the FBI FDA executive officer of Countermeasure Initiatives. And he's t- telling um, this gal that uh, Joe Biden has the plan that you're going to have to get the shot every year. 
Um, and they're already talking about that updating. Uh, you, I've already reported that their plan is to update it to where uh, have, are you up to date on your shots? He says the reason is because the drug companies, uh, they get paid hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And so get, you having to get a shot every year, it's kind of like, an, you know how an insurance salesman gets um, paid uh, money as long as you keep paying your premiums, right? It's a revenue stream. This is a revenue stream for Big Pharma. That's what it's all about. Every bit of this. It's about it, it's about power. And he, he says that it, it hasn't been formally announced yet, but that's uh, that's what the play is. Um, you'll have to get an annual shot. It's a recurring uh, that it, it quote. This is a recurring return of money going into their big pharma company. And this is why when we had uh, the gentleman from Open the Books on Adam why he was trying to get um, Fauci's um, financial situation to see how much he's being he's being compensated. So um, this is this is shocking in some ways, but not. Because we know that, as we were talking about with Rebecca Terrell, that George Orwell quote, it's fraud. It's fraud and then rule by force. And the fraud was, is that everybody who caught COVID was going to die from it. And there were no therapeutics. Everybody had, I mean, for 40 years, you couldn't get, I mean, for how many decades now have we have never had any shot for colds? We haven't had any vaccines for HIV. But suddenly in the course of what, six months, nine months, suddenly they're pushing out, they're denying therapeutics that work, killing Americans all. So in order to get you to be forced to get the jab it's a big money-making scheme and it's a it's a power play but the power and the money has always been tied together right with the elites right i mean that's what's going on with our establishment uh government right in the united states of america you know you, you all these people go into washington and line in their pockets and getting filthy rich follow the money right follow the money hey follow me on all the socials at andrea k show we're going to be back tomorrow night 6 p.m pacific time Skins, hope you're having a great time out there. Thank you, Jalapeno. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you to Rebecca Terrell. Love you all. Peace out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 